Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. It's your good boy hosts. Like that? Good boys? Do you like being called good boy? Is that too weird for I don't you? like being called a good I boy. It. I like being referred to as a lovable rascal. We've been through this, and it's, yeah, it's, that's a, true. Nice, it's a nice point down the middle where I'm just chilling. And, I, and I'm, I'm hanging out, and I can do anything, right? True. True, true, true. Like, you don't know what I'm going to do. Am I going to buy you a snack? <laughs> or am I gonna throw sand in my pocket right in your eyes? Oh, whoa! Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that is a lovable. I rascal. learned at a young age to carry a small amount of sand around in your pocket for when enemies try to thwart you from behind. You turn around and you go, ah! Who'd you learn that from? Sand in the eyes. I think I just learned it from experience from getting sand thrown in my eyes. Uh, and you're just kind of like, all right, I gotta start doing. And I was the same. like, I should be the one throwing sand. Yeah, yeah. I true. should be the sand thrower. Now that I'm thinking about it. Lovable rascal. That sounds like that sounds like it goes back to all the way to season one with us. I think we established this way back in the. Eye I think of the it, world go, it goes all the way back to age one with me, buddy, and that's why <laughs> it you know it follows me because this is what I am. It's who I am. Let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What kind of hat ask, did you wear for a lovable? lovable when 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 you, for as a lovable rascal? Lovable rascal. A rascal. <laughs> Hey, you love Borasker. What kind of what hat did you wear? Because right now you're not, you're kind of past the hat days. But when you were like the young lovable rascal, what kind of hat did you wear? Because there's there's a couple different hats. More hat days than ever, buddy. I, when I was younger, no hats. Sans hat. Boom. Wow. I didn't put nothing on my head ever. Period. Mm. What are those like new like newsy? It's like a newsy cap. Like that's like a lovable rascal sort of thing. You know, you put that on. You put that. I think on you're a, just. I think you're just associating that with the little. The, the little, the little rascals. rascals, yeah, probably. <laughs> Children are never wearing newsy caps. No, when was the last not. time you saw an actual child walking around wearing a newsy cap? What was he fucking trying to give you? Ah, shoe shine, sir. Hello, Mister Will. I thought he was shine your shoes. I think the last time I probably saw that, if I ever did see it, it was probably at a wedding, and that makes sense, right? At a wedding. Yeah. You know what? The same rules apply to me. Like, if you're dressing your kid up in a newsy cap at a wedding, like, whew, we should be rethinking not only this whole wedding ceremony, but the legal, like, but the legal guardianship of that child. Wow. You've got opinions about this. That hat is just a step too far. Wait, wait, wait like, again, like, what's going on here? Like, are the kids selling newspapers and giving shoe shines and driving little taxis around? I think it was just the parents thought so. it was cute on the kid. And they like, oh, here's a little hat. Oh, haha. Oh, what are they fucking Peaky Blinders? Probably. We don't know. Have you seen that shit, man? You watch I, Peaky Blinders? I haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it. Watch that and then get back to me because we'll be on the same fucking page. Don't they have like little razor blades in their caps? Definitely changes definition. Oh, they got him everywhere. They got him right in their in their boot, right in their toe. Oh, stab you! You're not looking. Oh wow, very 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 crafty. All right, everybody, we're back for another edition of Dune Messiah Chapter 16 today. Uh, you know, I, I was gonna I was gonna add something, and then I forgot what I was gonna say. It's okay, man. It's okay because we're not trying my best. You know, I'm trying my best. We all, that's it. We all know you're trying your best. <laughs> all right. Why don't you hit me with that sweet chapter introduction? Production growth and income growth must not get out of step in my empire. That is the substance of my command. There are to be no balance of payment difficulties between the different spheres of influence. And... The reason for this is simply because I command it. 
I want to emphasize my authority in this area. I am the supreme energy eater of this domain, and will remain so, alive or dead. My government is the economy. <laughs> Order in council. The Emperor Paul Mu'adib. So this here, oh. he's he's writing his Civ Six strategy guide. This is this is Civ Six. Yeah, this is just like you're, you know, <laughs> you're going for. Um, I think you're going for a domination victory, but you're trying to sort of leave some other avenues open. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta spread the spread the wealth a little bit. You know, you can't just focus down one alleyway because then you're open for attack in another direction. Right? I, I when ah, I first played, but if you got that good domination victory tactics, you can just roll on in. You know, with like tanks, and laser beams, and shit. True. It doesn't True. matter. You start nuking everyone. The shifty one that you have to be worried about, though, is the the faith guy, the guy that's running on the faith. Uh, train because they can they religion can, yeah the religion faith uh, religion religion train. is the word you're looking for whatever faith religion same thing those guys whew, it's not they can they they can they can sneak up on you if you're not paying attention because at first it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal the next thing you know like any religion com- man they're converting your entire province your entire like peninsula or whatever this is it man this is like any re- religion you know it's like they convert your fucking Start with you, man, or 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 maybe, or you know, your partner, right? Right. Yeah. And then, and then and then your neighborhood, your fucking your neighbors, man, right? Yeah. The school teachers, the dog, right? Your dog. Guys, next thing you know, dogs, your dog's man, in it. guys selling you ice cream. What's he up to? <laughs> All sorts of fucked up shit. You don't want to see what's in his basement. I'll tell you what, it's ice cream. It's big tubs of ice cream with fucking dick shaped holes in it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so uh, Paul, big Civ 6 fan. Actually, I think he's more of a religion player. He probably has a little bit. He's got a domination run to him, but it's all fueled by this religion. This is it. It's, I think you're right. I think you're. I think he is going for his religion victory. But but this is, you know what's going on? He's sort of here? setting up his back lines for a domination victory, even if he doesn't know it. He's just like, I, he's like, we need to be well fortified, well protected, and we have this and this to take care of. So, you know, we're just going to arm all these nukes and, um, you know. In this particular introduction here, he's he's more talking about just like finances, you know. Maybe he's he's going for, maybe he's talking about trade in this. What book they're talking about fucking finances and trade, man. He's definitely talking about trade. Absolutely. He definitely is. Big, big into trade. Trade is a big thing for Paul. But. Yeah. Yeah. Here. There it is. There it is. The chapter introduction. And you know the coolest thing about that chapter introduction is that it has nothing to do with the rest of the chapter. They never do. Bingo. All right. So let's get into this. Let's see what let's see what good old Paul's doing. He just left Aaliyah's, you know, concert. What is he you know? up to? He had to get out of there. Aaliyah's too hot. back. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this last night after we recorded yesterday's episode. Uh, what music taste do you think Aaliyah and Paul have? 90s R&B. 90s R&B. You know, I, you know 2000s. what? 2000s. The, the, the point between 1999, 98 even, and like, two, and like 2001 R&B. Here, Anything in that little pocket. I got, I got way into it into my head. So, the, so what I was thinking is that you know, when Paul was a kid, you know, back in Dune 1 when he was 15, you know, he was he was into the doors. He was big into Jim Morrison. He liked uh, Joy Division, you know, 
probably some Nine Inch Nails. He was big into the, like the gothy dark stuff. You know, I mean, he loved the, the fucking bullshit too, though. Like My Chemical Romance. Sure, yeah, absolutely. You know he did. But as he grew you up, he like now we're now we're starting to see him get into you know, you know the uh, the Grateful Dead, Almond Brothers, the Grateful Fish. Dead, Fish. I think he's listening to like fucking Converge, man. Oh, he's like something he's weird, like, you know, like it, something something happened when he turned like 21, 22 and like. I, I don't know, maybe Primus entered his life or something like that. You know what I mean? Primus. And that's when I don't know. His 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 kind of a dick, Right? I think he's listening to the fucking Arctic monkeys. I think that's an Aaliyah band. You know, I think Aaliyah took that route because what Paul did is that he handed her all of his, you know, Cure albums, Joy Division albums. The Doors albums, and she's still in that phase. We saw that in the last chapter. She's like saying all kinds of those. Like, things. are you just talking about like the '80s? You say Paul grew up in the '80s, pretty much, because <laughs> these are all '80s. But these are all from like the same time period, like the '80s, like God, more or less. Women. You know what I mean? It's not the Doors, but you know, rest in peace, Jim Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, he leaves Aaliyah's concert. Aaliyah's like you know spouting off Doors lyrics, whatever she's doing, and. uh it's that guy at the end of the chapter, he pulls, he tugs at Paul's sleeve and he's like, go that way. He, he tells Paul to go down that way. And he points down, I guess, a, an Eric Keen oh, street. Oh, you want to go down that road? Paul's like, isn't the line, don't go down that road? He's like, mm, go down that road. Yeah, go down it. It's confusing. He's you like, know, when people just take references and they mix them up however they want. And the thing is, is that Paul, because he can't see the future right now, everything's kind of shrouded in darkness. He's like, all right, buy the ticket, take the ride. He's going for it. He's in that point of life where it's like he's saying yes to everything. And like I was there yes. a couple of years ago and like I'm still kind of there, you know, <laughs> More but or I less. have to say no to certain things. Right. Because of uh, gastrointestinal pr- problems. I have, Right. As I can't just say yes. I thought you were going to say gas prices there for a second or, fucking, or salsa that comes my way. You have to even when ga- like, you have to say yes to gas. Right. <laughs> but then you go, oh, these prices. And then you, now you have like, you know, next time you see someone, you're gonna be like, oh, man, how about those gas prices? And everyone be like, oh, man. Yeah, we're t- we're friends, right? right this is right. a this is a human relationship. And this is where Paul's yeah, at. Gas. How about weather? Fucking. This is where Paul's at. <laughs> yeah. And he's walking down that street, and I think the thing that really stuck stuck with me in this chapter, very it's a very cinematic scene. I mean, maybe not cinematic, maybe it just stuck with me for other more internal reasons is that he's walking down the street and he passes by a house and he hears like a couple arguing about each other, arguing with each other. It's like one, I think it's a slice of life. Yeah. It's a slice of life moment. Like we finally get a moment yeah. with like the, the people of, of Arrakis and we never usually get that. It's always, we're always dealing with the high Lords and you know, Dukes and, and all the, all the witches and stuff. You know, we never get like the people, you know, you don't get Jim Bob. Eric Well, we, we got him. But we got him now. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> but he's, he walks sort by a house. I don't know. And he hears an argument. And the argument's about, uh, I think, the I think the the wife of the house, the lady of the house. Why is there so much sand in here? Exactly. Who 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 tracked all this sand in here? And Paul's just like, oh, I know that what argument. I know that argument well. <laughs> if dust can get in, water can get out. Am I right, fellas? Ooh. Oh. Because <laughs> water can get in through sand. Think about it? that, right? Wet sand. Yeah, right. The water comes out. Where does it go? Wet sand. Wet right sand. In the, right in the air. I'm right inside of you. Where are my green thumb Eric Keen guys at? You know, where's the gardens? You know? 
It's that's it, too expensive. It's true. Too much water. It's too expensive. Too much water. This was why it was only happening in like the palace. You can have a sand garden. You know, you just kind of tranquility. Like move sand a around. Zen garden, right? You get yeah. a little rake. Yeah. You rake the sand. You make some little. Make a little tiny worm. Yeah. Right. Do a little diorama. Yeah. Like, like little baby worms in there. It's like, look, look at what I made. It's a worm. Ha-ha. Here's a question: Do regular, regular sized worms, human Earth sized worms, exist on yes. Arrakis? Just regular worms? They do. I don't know. Did I just notice? wanted. To, I just wanted to say yes before you finished answering the uh, finished. If they the don't, in theory, they could be brought there. They could be brought there. In. They could be brought there because but- if they if we were growing, you know, palm trees and stuff at like the palace or whatever. Because they made a big f- emphasis on the, those fucking palm trees. Mm-hmm. You could put worms in. Palm trees grow in what? Soil? Yep. Correct. Put a worm in it. Happy worm paradise. It could fuck up the, the ecology a little too much, though. Because, you know, th- uh, throwing a new That's species what we're here into... For, like, how many worms are we talking? Are we talking, like, like a handful? Just throw them in the desert and see what happens? I think we're okay. Every we worm? In, like, a- one worm is a million worms. One worm is a million worms, buddy. You right. can just chop up a worm; and makes two worms. Is that real? Remember I've that? never, I've never really tested that theory out. Like, is that a thing that you can chop a worm up and it can be and then it's two worms? I, th- I think, I think so. I'm gonna say it is, especially ten thousand years in on Arrakis. It's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, not saying chop up a worm. Yeah, I just don't. But want, like, if you're fishing, don't chop you up. Probably a worm. should. Leave so those you worms. Can get a couple. Leave those little worms. Not around. if you're fishing. If you're fishing, you gotta fucking put the worm on the bait, and if it's a huge worm, and you don't need that much worm on one, on on one hook. I say stinky cheese. Use stinky cheese instead. They love stinky cheese. You're gonna catch nothing but me. I'll come run. I'll come run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a big Steve today. Oh boy, yeah, look at hook him. me right in the mouth. He's a he's a one forty pounder. When I was a child, a teenager hooked me in the mouth with a fishing hook. It was horrifying. I bet it was. I was like. Seven. All right. So he passes those those houses. He finally comes across this this other house where uh, uh, a dwarf named Bajaz opens up the door, and he's like, "Hey, this you! This is a cool guy. This guy's great. This is probably one this of the best. Cool, this is like a fucking cool guy, man. He's wearing a leather jacket. He's awesome, right? He's awesome, and he's probably the best addition to this series yet in terms of character. Uh, but we'll get to Bajaz in a second because." What's happening here is I remember like two chapters ago, I thought Sightail was leading Paul into a trap. Into going, you did think that? I did think that. Apparently, it's not a trap. Sightail was telling the truth. He's like, Othheim's got a human distrans. He's got all the information about all the Fremen conspirators, and you got to go see Othheim. You know, as of course Sightail is disguised as Lichna, Othheim's daughter. If those those of you don't know mm. don't know at this point. Mm-hmm. But he was telling the Thank truth. You. And he comes and sees Othheim. And Othheim is this, like, he's just haggard. He's just haggard from the jihad. You know, he just, he came back from, he just came back from, from, from his, like, probably fourth tour duty. You know? And he's like. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And he's like, he's got that, you know, that thousand yard stare. And I think he's also, like, fucked up oh, yeah. from, like, some sort of disease as well. He contracted some sort of disease while on the jihad from yeah. some other planet. And it's probably fucked up his face. Syphilis. It's <laughs> fucking gone to his brain. It probably is space syphilis. It probably I'm is. Sorry, like I'm, yeah, I'm sorry to take it there. I, I, but it is probably something that's gone to his brain. It, right? Absolutely. Maybe, maybe how about how would we change it? How about this? 
Cut, cut that and just say this. Concussion. Space concussion. Right? It's a little more palatable. Space concussion. Yeah, that is a little bit more palatable. All right. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be a trap, but no, it's an honest-to-God conversation, and Othheim brings Paul in and tells him about, like, there's Fremen. There's there's a plot against you. And Paul's like, oh, wow, okay, here we go. And he's like, this and this is Bajaz, the human just distrans. So this guy, this <laughs> this dwarf, is a Tleilaxu, basically a Tleilaxu device that contains all the names of the people who are the Fremen conspirators against Paul. You know what I mean? Jazz is the device? He's the device. And because he's a Tleilax, he's a person. Let's be real. Like, he is a person. There's no, like, robots in yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he, like, a Mentat situation? Think more just kind of like, um, think more like Lobot. Lobot. He's got a little computer on his head? Sure, but not really. Orlando? It, but it, don't think of it's like inside of his head. Think of it more as like it's his brain. It's all biological. No robot stuff, but he's pretty much like Lobot. So like a Mentat? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I guess. Sure. They're all somewhere on the spectrum of human and robot and somewhere in between. Th- that's the thing, you know? You, you're on it. So he talks about uh, he talks about Bajaz and Bajaz is always like talking in like these weird riddles. Like nothing he says is like 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 it's never clear. It's never straight up. No, he's always like referring it's like Jim to Jim Carrey's Riddler. No, he no Jim Carrey's Riddler was pretty you know straight down the middle. I I trust that guy with my wallet. You trust him? Yeah, Jim Carrey Riddler, absolutely. He's a man. All right, He's so a loose cannon. For, for example, I you got, fucking push a man out of like an eight-story window tied to a chair, Will. Yeah, but he was he was honest about it. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I don't think he was. I don't think he was actually. I don't think he told anyone. All right, all right. Here, here. Only here. us the viewers saw that. Okay, this is what I mean by Bajaz like talking in riddles. So Paul asks asks Bajaz, Bajaz, what do you fear? And Bajaz says, Bajaz. I fear the Spiders. spirit seeking me now. I fear the one who thinks not. I fear the one who thinks not and will have no body except mine. And that one gone back into itself. I fear the things I see and the things I do not see. So. He's like, huh, interesting. I'm, uh, I'm afraid of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you're right. Paul's like, <laughs> interesting. Wow, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think it's kind of like shown in this chapter that Bajaz probably has some sort of prescience at the same time because he's constantly kind of saying, I think he's kind of maneuvering Paul in the conversation of like, we got to get out of here. Like, we got to go. And because Paul doesn't know what's going to happen next because of Edric and how he's involved with the whole plot... Paul just has to sit through all of this nonsense with everybody like oath. I'm talking, but speaking riddles. He has to sit through all of it until he gets to the point in his own prescient vision where he can start moving forward in his own storyline. It's kind of like a D and D campaign. You know, you sit there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you sit there, you sit there, you sit there and you find that moment where you're like, that's a plot. And then you die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this character that you're with uh, you're like really and it's like yep sorry you gotta make a new character fuck 
Well, I don't want to play tough anymore. shit, man. Exactly, and it's that kind of like it's <laughs> that kind of like moment. So Paul finally waits until Bajaz stops speaking riddles to find like this code word. I can't remember what it was. It was like anybody want to get anybody got anybody got Tim Beebs or anything like that. He's like, that's the one. Time to move forward. <laughs> Tim Beebs, that's the code word. That's the code word. All right, moves every at least in Canada moves us forward. Hey, my fellow Canadian. Honestly, Tim Beebs are moving us way backwards as a fucking society. Actually, you and know, like, I, I don't even want to get started on the fucking digression that I've seen happening from those fucking Beebs. Those fucking sweet, delicious little fucking Beebs. But we got to fucking shut them down and we need to end it. You know what moved us forward, though? And it wasn't I think it wasn't just Canada. I think this was like an international thing. The BTS chicken nugget dips. Well, the BTS chicken nugget, the BTS chicken nugget dips, different conversation, different topic. I mean, we're talking true um, levels of spice and savory. It's like apples and Lamborghinis. It is. And we've been down that road. Some of our past episodes, somewhere in there, we've talked about the BTS Patreon episode. I think we have a full dedicated (laughs) Patreon episode to the BTS (laughs) chicken nugget sauces. Patreon.com slash chapter by chapter. Start of the month, yo. You get all, if you sign up today, you get all of our previous podcasts, including the BTS one and the Pop-Tart ones. I think we've done two Pop-Tart episodes, so check those out as well. We did a deep dive episode where we went through the Pop-Tart website and cataloged all the different types of Pop-Tarts that you are unfamiliar with because there's a lot. There's a lot. You'd be surprised how deep it is. And then some of the user reviews that were left on those Pop-Tarts. Oh, man. Oh, man. (sighs) Woo. Patreon.com slash chapter by chapter. Exactly. All right. So Paul waits for that code word $3. to continue <laughs> to continue on with the rest of the scene. And he and he does. He finds it. And he's like, all right, we got to go. We got we, we got to keep moving forward here. So he basically takes Bajaz and leaves. I think one more thing I want to talk about is that Othheim still asks about Lichna. He still believes that Lichna is alive. In fact, it, there's reason to there's reason enough to believe that Sightail disguised as Lichna has Oh, has spoken to Othheim as Lickna, just confuse his brain a yeah. bit, which makes that. A so, yeah, so he doesn't know, though, that Lickna's head and hands and feet are cut off. Yeah, exactly. And that she's been inflicted with the throat of hell. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that's kind of funny is that Othheim and uh, Othheim's wives, we only get, I think we only get one that's named. I can't remember her name, though. Uh, they hate the I believe the her name is uh, number four. Actually, I think that's close. I think that's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Number four, they hate. Othheim. They come speak to Bajaz. <laughs> it's like no. Hey, my name is Linda. I don't know. He won't stop calling me fucking number four. I, you got to help me. You got to get me out of here, <laughs> <laughs> or at least get him out of there. Get 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 him out of here. He's constantly talking. He never stops talking, actually, and it's always in riddles. You can never know. You ask him if he wants a cup of water, and he like spews 1984 at you. War is ignorance, or war is peace. Ignorance is freedom. I don't know. I can't remember. You know what I mean. Linda, what (laughs) is dry and annoyed with you? Oh. (laughs) Me. Get me a drink. Now. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Jesus Christ, I hate this guy so much. 
I hate him so much. I need to get him out of here. Paul, Paul, I don't care what kind of fucking you can you can be a fucking emperor or I just fucking dustbin boy. I don't care. Just get this Rid guy. Me this. Out of me that. He's there. Look at it. He's singing now. He's singing now. Have you seen Batman? Have you seen the new Batman? The Zodiac Killer. Delightful. <laughs> Riddle me this. Riddle me that. <laughs> yeah, Those we all saw Riddler. a new Batman movie. See what I mean? Paul, get him out of here. <laughs> He's going to put on the new Batman movie finished, again. I still haven't finished that new Batman movie. It's fantastic. I just get to the point where the Nirvana scene plays, and then I just watch that over about 15 times, and then I go, all right, well. That's the movie. Done with Batman. I'm telling you, man. I, it's I a good it. scene. <clears throat> uh, it's one of my, it's it's a great movie. Great film. Great film. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, Rob Pattinson, great. Zodiac, cool. We're trying to sell people on Batman. If you like Batman, you'll go fucking watch it. I mean, I think Batman's like one of those popular things on the planet. So I, I'm telling look, it's already been out for like a year. I, I can't believe we're doing it's this. It's not more popular than Spider-Man. All right. That's Spider-Man's it. Like the most popular hero. Let's get out of here. That's it. That's the He's end. one of the most recognizable faces in the world. Spider-Man. And also, unfortunately, Michael Jackson. <laughs> right. <laughs> People can still recognize that weird fucking lizard face. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Chapter by Chapter. Thank you for listening. Check us out on the social medias uh, if you want to have some fun with us. Oh, boy. <laughs> on Twitter at Chap by Chap. You can hit us on Instagram at Chapter by Chapter Podcast. And you can always email us with your thoughts and your recommendations or anything at Chapter by Chapter Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you back here tomorrow for Chapter 17 of Dune Messiah! Hey everybody, do you guys like listening to Steve and I argue all the time? You must, because you're listening to this podcast, but there are three specific people who love listening to us argue all the time, and they get their own special podcast just to listen to us argue. That's Nicole, Big Cheese Daddy, and Degree for Women. They are on our executive producer tier, they're called Gouda Grand Masters, and they get to listen to us every week bicker about whatever's on our mind. Currently, it's the Rings of Power show. Have you watched it? I Personally, I think it's pretty good. Steve's got his opinions, but... To find out, you're going to have to check our Patreon. Thank you to our good grandmasters. Do you guys want to join our Patreon? The link is right there in the description.